Welcome to the Purpose Cycle Podcast, the podcast that brings listeners impactful practices to help you build towards fruition and fulfillment. Before we get into this week's episode, I just want to say a big thank you to our sponsors at Suit Up Apparel. Suit Up Apparel is a new menswear company who provide customers with a compelling range of products that combine looking amazing with comfort. The team at Suit Up Apparel know how testing the day-to-day grind can be, so they focus their collections around one simple phrase, look great, perform even better. Suit Up are offering new customers 20% off their order with the code WELCOME20, but don't worry, Purpose Cycle podcast listeners can get 10% off future orders by using the code PURPOSE at checkout. Go on to suitupapparel.co.uk to see the fantastic products on offer, and remember to stay sharp and suit up. Hello everyone, my name is Jonathan Tucker and welcome to the pilot episode of the Purpose Cycle podcast. I decided to bring this episode out a week early before the first official episode just to really dive into what the Purpose Cycle is and go into a little bit more depth as to why I started this podcast essentially. During the year of 2020 there was obviously a huge speed bump in the progress of a lot of people with the UK national lockdown due to COVID-19 and for me that was a time where I did a lot of reflection and thought about some of the processes that I've been through before uh, earlier on in my life and really started to sort of categorise how pivotal certain moments in my life were. Um, In my day-to-day job as a school teacher I was in the process of writing up a leave a speech for my year six class who were obviously going through a really tough year but were getting ready to go and leave primary school and go to secondary school and it was in this speech as it were the purpose cycle was born now the funny thing about it is i never actually got the chance to to do the speech um, just because of the way the the leavers assembly went but what i sort of formed in that preparation for the speech was the the foundations really that eventually became the purpose cycle. So the purpose cycle itself, what is the purpose cycle? Well, it is basically a process of five stages which continue over time. It doesn't ever stop, hence the the cycle concept to it. Most self-help books take you from A to B, how to get here and how to get to there. And for me, I wanted to introduce something that was continuous over time. Now, yes, with a lot of self-help books, you can repeat what you have read in there and a lot of messages can stick with you and you can develop, which is why obviously a lot of people read self-development books. However, I wanted the purpose cycle to be applicable to all areas of life. When you level up to become a better you, the purpose cycle is still relevant and you can still continue to learn more from the same concept. And that all begins at the aspiration phase, which is that first external or internal trigger that makes you want to do something. It's that spark of the fire, that desire to want to be something. And you see the end goal. And that is usually the trigger for a lot of people. That external trigger is either seeing somebody in those shoes already or it is visualizing it and seeing what the end goal is through your own dreams and visualizations. And that is how aspiration starts. That basically makes you want to put it into context. So what have I got to do to get to the end? 
and you start to dream. You start to imagine yourself in those shoes as well and it makes you feel warm inside. It gives you that dopamine hit, those internal feelings of, wow, that's how I could feel. It makes you feel great, doesn't it? But then you go into the next phase of the purpose cycle, which is the realisation phase. And there's four different types of realisation. There is task-oriented realisation, which is where a lot of people fail because, yes, they want to do something. For example, a lot of people, um, when they're young, a lot of uh, boys specifically, when they're younger, dream of being a professional footballer. But if they can't play football, they can't be a professional footballer, right? So task-oriented is the ability to or, or not to perform that task at the level that is required to be successful. And the next type of realisation is the environment, the environmental realisation. So, um, for example, it could be where you live, your financial circumstances, it could be your marital status, your family dynamic that doesn't allow you or does allow you to push on to that next level. For example, if you're supporting a family of four, you might not be able to just quit your nine to five and move into self-employment. You might have to build it up as a side hustle first and gradually earn more and more money and build up your business before moving away from your stable income because you still have to feed your family. The uh, third type of realisation is the realisation of others and that is looking at the circle around you and those people who ridicule you if you have a new idea or those people who are negative towards you or even people who don't want you to win. Um, but it could be the opposite. It could be people who do support you. You find out your, your closest circle when you need them the most and it could be people who support you all the way, people who back you. And the final sense of realisation which is the most important, is the realisation of self. And that is when you have the most difficult conversation with yourself. And, you know, do you have what it takes to be successful? Do you want to put in the reps? Do you want to wake up early? Do you want to stay late? All, all of the tools necessary, basically, to be successful. And a lot of people neglect that sense of realisation because they don't want to look at themselves for pride or... Or, you know, damage to their ego. And that kills a lot of dreams because people just do not want to acknowledge that they have their own faults. Once you've got past that realisation phase, however, it is such a weight off your shoulders. And a lot of people who don't get past that kick back to the aspiration phase and have to start again and think of something new. But eventually you push through and you get through that realisation phase. And it's called the initiation phase because this is where you start. So it doesn't matter how good or how bad you are at that thing that you want to do. You just have to start. You have to execute. You have to begin the first step, whether that's creating your website, recording a song, even writing a song. It could be anything, but you must start and begin to execute or else the initiation phase never starts. And, you know, the fear of failure or the fear of missing out is... Two different things, really. The fear of failure is what stops and cripples a lot of people from the initiation phase. And you could even argue that's a type of realisation. But the fear of missing out is what a lot of people need, I think. I think people need to do things because they fear that they will miss out on the life that they could have if they start. And they always say, don't they, you know, when's the best time to plant a tree? 20 years ago. When's the second best time to plant a tree? Now. 
So that is why a lot of people in the initiation phase need to just start and start producing what they want to produce, even though it's not at the standard that they want to be yet. Because the next phase, the creation phase, which I'm moving on to now, is the phase where you really do hone in on your craft and you research, strategize and act continuously in a mini cycle. So you research, you look at what other people are doing. You, you know, get the background knowledge. You find out what it takes to be successful in that craft. You might improve your skills in a certain area. Then you strategize and you plan and you develop behind the scenes. It's everything that you do when nobody's watching, which counts. And this may take a long time, but you must strategize and plan and put things into place behind closed doors. It's all great posting. You know, I'm doing this today. I'm going for a run today. I'm losing my weight that I'm aiming to do. But if you do that for 30 minutes of the day, what are you doing for the other 23 and a half hours? So that strategizing is what you must do in order to then go on to act, which is the final step in that creation phase. And that is, again, executing and being consistent because you build the good habits and you remain consistent then ultimately you can move on to the final stage of the purpose cycle which is fruition and the fruition is basically the rewards that you gain so it could be that you've put out a song you're starting to sell records or you get a record deal you create a website selling clothes you start to get customers but none of that comes without any of the other phases and within that fruition, you start to gain traction and momentum and you want to move on to a higher aspiration and continue to improve, which then in turn begins a new purpose cycle. So hopefully that has very quickly outlined what the purpose cycle is. And thank you very much for listening to the pilot episode. Next week, I'm going to talk about skill acquisition in the first official episode of the purpose cycle podcast and then in the following weeks we're going to welcome several guests that will help bring impactful practices to deliver fruition and fulfillment to your life subscribe on youtube spotify any platform that you're listening on to make sure you keep in touch with the regular episodes and look forward to seeing you next week Watch me not stop, though.